When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Looking for new threads? Well, we've got you covered at the Music Is Live podcast official merch store over at tpublic.com. Whether it's t-shirts, baseball tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, travel mugs, phone cases, or onesies for your infant rockers and metalheads, you can find everything you're looking for over at the Music Is Live podcast merch store at tpublic. Go to my link tree at l-i-n-k-a-t-r dot e-e forward slash Music Is Live podcast and get your merch today. Buy my stuff and thanks for your support. TerraNut is proud to offer you a natural nut bar chock full of healthy fats, minerals, and protein that meet your demands. Go to their website, www.terranut.com. You can order from them directly, and they will ship it to you. Use my coupon code, LUMAVS, and you will get a 25% discount on your first order. TerraNut Superfood Snacks, www.terranut.com. Don't forget to use coupon code, LUMAVS, at checkout. Fuel your life. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show, Ratsaw Review, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spin-offs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past, and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, the Metal Thrashing Nerd podcast with Metal Thrashing Mike, the Timo Toki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Toki, The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry, Just the Cheese Please, a podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam, and the Music is Live podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsaw Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatsawReview.com for more info, and to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsaw Review Network. We're taking over. You're listening to the Music is Life podcast with your host, Lou Mabs. On the Rod Sound Review Network. Music is Life podcast. This is your host, Lou Mabs. Check out everything you need to know about the show over at my link tree, Music is Life podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I have no corporate sponsorships, and this episode isn't sponsored by anybody, but I'm here to promote a new brand of soda that has been launched by a rock and roll icon. And before I begin, I just want to say if anybody is going to accuse me of selling out, <laughs> as the Italians say, vaffanculo. Vaffanculo, this brand of soda is launched by a rock and roll icon and brand merchandising king, Mr. Gene Simmons of Kiss. Gene has launched a soda line in cooperation with Niagara Falls, New York-based third-generation soda bottlers, Paul and John Janik, along with longtime friend and accountant, Chris Hake, to round out this collaboration. It is called Moneybag Sodas. 
Unlike many sodas that you find in the stores, this premium soft drink line is made with all natural flavors, colors, and sweeteners and packaged in an eco-friendly glass bottle with painted labels. Both Mr. Janics are holding it up. One's a Diet Coke bottle. What was the one that you held up, Paul? Was that a regular cola? That, I had a diet. You had a diet. This is actually, this is a full bottle. It's actually a cream soda. It's a clear cream soda. Oh, I like made, that. Made with uh, all natural vanilla extract. Very cool. So great for Madagascar. <laughs> the portfolio includes cola, diet cola, ginger ale, root beer, and cream soda with a new blood orange flavor currently in development. Can't wait for that one either. <laughs> so among the retail outlets that have featured money bag sodas are Hy-Vee, Topps Friendly Markets, Wegmans, Rocket Fizz, Soda Pop, and Candy Shop, and 7-Eleven stores. We are pleased to have on the show from Moneybag Sodas, Mr. Paul and John Janik. <laughs> Guys, welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for having us on. And I see you're rocking the hats that have the Moneybag Sodas brand <laughs> with the dollar bill bag. That is cool. We have shirts available and the, the hats will become available shortly. All right. Very cool. So whenever you gentlemen are ready, I'll begin with the questions. Shoot. It said in the bio that you have a background in soda making. So if you guys could talk a little bit more in detail about that, I'd like to know more. Obviously, this is not your first excursion in the soda drink industry. But having business experience and also success, as I could tell by the Gene Simmons poster you have behind you and the Kiss <laughs> Pinball Machine, which I'm so freaking jealous of. <laughs> nah, but you got you got to come over and play it. Are you? Yeah, you're based in Niagara Falls. Yeah. Hold on, I'll be right there. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Long Island. That's a bit of a trip, but. <laughs> One day. But yes, if you gentlemen could talk about your past history, your past business experience and, you know, your soda making experience, please go ahead. My brother, John, and I, I mean, we've we've pretty much been doing this our whole lives. This uh, the bottling company that uh, that we have has been around. It's we're third generation owners started by our grandfather. It started back in 1935. So bottling soda. It's been in our blood for a long time now. So that's something that, uh, you know, my brother and I took on, you know, probably about, God, we're going on tw 20 years now, John. Yeah, tw 22 yeah. years. Yeah, we bought the business from our father. We worked here our whole lives. And uh, so it's something we we always had passion about. And we always, like, just always tried to put out great products and, you know, things that were nostalgic and uh, just higher end. So we've, we've been doing it a really, really long time. Like I said, we're, we're third generation and uh, we make it happen. Yeah, it's been nice to be able to combine two passions of ours. We've been KISS fans forever and uh, we've been manufacturing soda forever, too. So it's such a great story to be able to to come together with uh, Gene Simmons on this project. That is awesome. I admit as a KISS fan, yes, I bought into many of the KISS products that they Released, including Gene Simmons Tongue Magazine, if anybody remembers that. Oh, yeah, that was the absolutely. only way you could buy a magazine with Jenna Jameson on the cover that didn't require you to have an ID. <laughs> oh, those are the I, days. <laughs> I think I have that copy. Yeah. I still do too. Shh, don't tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. From what I read from your bio, you met Gene Simmons at Wizard World in Cleveland, which is not a hop, skip, and a jump from Niagara Falls. 
how was it exactly that you approached Mr. Simmons about this idea? First and foremost, we were going there to get posters signed. John and I have been collecting since we were kids. So we needed these specific uh, Love Gun era posters, you know, with each individual uh, members on it. So we needed Gene signed. And my brother, I think, had ran across an ad or something saying, hey, he goes, hey, Gene Simmons appearing at Wizard World. And he's going to be signing there. So like, yeah, you know, it's it's about three hours from us. We packed the kids in the car, brought our posters. Gene did a nice uh, presentation before he went to the table and started signing. So my son and I had gone up. We were just talking to him. He's a very nice guy, very nice and cordial to my son and all the kids. I had asked them about their Kiss Cola. Kiss had just released the Kiss Cola. I kind of explained to Gene, I said, we were really disappointed because the guys that did the Kiss Cola are customers of ours at the time for about 10 years. And I just told him, I said, I was very disappointed that they did not contact us to do this, knowing what big Kiss fans we were. So Gene, you know, right away, he's like, oh, well, do you have a card? And I was like, hey, absolutely. So I took a card out, I wrote my cell phone down in the back and Gene's just like, I got some ideas. I'll call you in a couple of days. I didn't really think much. I'm like, man, you know, you never know. As the days went on, it was, I remember a Sunday afternoon and, you know, a no caller ID shows up on my phone and you know how nobody answers those. Yeah, normally it's everyone's best friend. Uh, I think his name is Scam Likely that usually comes up. So, you know, it's uh, it's kind of hard to like see, right. is that really him? So I answered it and I went and, I, you know, you just hear right away, hello, this is Gene. So, you know, like, I'm just like, oh my God, this is the voice I've been listening to, you know, all these interviews and everything's going through my head as I'm doing it. And I hid in the bathroom because I didn't want my dogs barking. And my wife came in and was like, seen like a startled look on my face. She goes, what's wrong? And I put it on speaker and she goes, oh my God. So the conversation, you know, it went, he just said, you know, I, I have some ideas. I trademarked the money bag logo and, you know, I'd like to start. He goes, let's start off by you could, he gave me his email address and said, Hey, he goes, you know, could you email me your contact information? So I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. So I hung up with him right away. Called my brother, you know, he's freaking out. He's in the car with his, with his kids and everything. I'm like, I can't believe it's Gene called me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And literally I was about 10 seconds into the conversation. The no caller ID shows up again on my phone. And I'm like, oh, my God, I think he's calling back. So so I answered the phone and, and it was like, hello, Paul. Uh, did you send your information out yet? And I'm like, uh, no, not. He goes, I'm sitting in front of my computer. <laughs> so he instantly that could like, be quite intimidating. Oh, <laughs> no, and I'm just like, I was like losing my mind. You know what I mean? At this point, I said, OK, Gene, I said, I'm driving. I said, you know, as soon as I pull over. And so I emailed him. It's been such a great experience ever since because he doesn't have an assistant. He doesn't have office people. Like when he gives you his contact info, you're going right to him. We just started off with an inspiration. Gene, what are you looking for? I know you got this money bag logo. What do you want? My brother and I are artists. Our whole family is artists. So he had spoken that he wanted something regal looking. So he gave us the, the money bag logo. We designed a nice crest with ribbons around it. And we, we basically made our packaging look like champagne bottles. And they're painted on there with metallic paints and something that really nobody else does before. It was just, you know, just starting with him th from the start to finish, it, 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 just back and forth instantly. We, we didn't send him images. He'd send him right back. Hey, tweak this, tweak that. We even had him do a little bit of handwriting. It was John's idea to have him write a message on the side of the four pack, kind of like he did in the live, you know, the notes that were inside. So mm -hmm. you don't know how bad I wanted that piece of paper he wrote it on. But, uh, you know, he wrote it out and we 
he's just been such a great guy and pleasure to deal with. John, it was Paul who spoke with him, but were you able to speak with him as well as a part of these talks? Both of us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gene is in contact with us all the time and he's the one relaying, hey, I want this, this or that. With that being said, he let us take care of all the flavor profiles for the soda. He said, you know, you guys have been doing this your whole lives. You know, he goes, I don't make soda. Why don't you guys show me what you got? You know, I'll taste them, but we really, we came up with all the flavors for it. You know, just really, uh, just all natural flavors. Uh, our root beer, just a bold, creamy root beer. Something, you know, it's just a such a bold flavor. It really goes along with with Gene's persona. So everything we did, we we spoke directly with Gene, and yeah, it it, it was such a such a great uh, business partner. I can't help but hear the song "Lick It Up" play in my head as you guys are talking about the uh, drinks. I can't. <laughs> Lick It Up such a classic song. I, I know it's been played so much. but That's the problem with it. But the album itself, it's like, I think, one of the five best Kiss albums ever. Oh, so. not not for the innocent. Awesome tune. Uh, Young and Wasted. Uh, hey, they're, they're all great. We can talk about Kiss all day, but uh, we're here to promote you guys. And I just wanted to say that the packaging on the bottle looks great. And I love the website and its ease of use. Whoever your webmaster is, is doing a great job with it. It's simple. And everything is there for the customer to look at. And, sure. you know, there, there, there's no difficulty maneuvering around it. Whoever is responsible for your search engine optimization, great job. Nice, nice. Yeah, we, we, we wanted to make sure it was easy just to navigate through and, you know, just get right to the point, show the people, you know, what flavors we have, how you order it, uh, you know, what it's all about. You just scroll right down and it's got everything for you. I, to tell you the truth, too, even with the website, Okay, because like when we were designing it, we were doing the same thing working with Gene. And the one thing, you know, you're you're trying to look on a browser to set the page up. And he said, nobody uses a browser anymore. You know, like mm -hmm. it's all he goes, it's gotta read first and foremost on a phone. He said, That's where everybody's looking at it. And that, you know, it was just something like so simple, but we didn't even think of that, you know, because we've never sold anything online, you know, it's especially like how he does, you know, and that was one of the suggestions and the things he came to us with. He's like, you know, you've got to make sure it just whatever you do, I don't care about the computers. He goes, no one's on them anymore. Yeah. He said, they're all on the mobile. He's so. not wrong. <laughs> oh, no. He's not wrong at all. Yeah. Because that's how yeah. I looked at it. I looked at it when, when uh, Michael Brandvold, who again, I want to give a big shout out to, uh, mentioned that you guys were interested in doing interviews and I jumped at the opportunity when I heard that the brand name was Moneybag Sodas. I immediately, you know, Googled it on my phone and it came up and I'm like, wow, this is like one of the better websites that I was able to maneuver on my phone. Now, I don't yes. have anything fancy. I just have an iPhone SE. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's, but it was it was perfect. It was perfect execution. Nice. So when people think sodas, most people think, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper, most recently, my personal favorite, Zevia, because, uh, well, as a as a bigger guy who enjoys soda, not the taste of seltzer, I like the fact that it's a soda with stevia in it and zero calories and natural flavors in it. But I am really looking forward to trying this out. And if I love it, yeah, I'm pasting it all over uh, <laughs> the podcast every chance I get. 
So now soda isn't the only carbonated drink on the market anymore. You know, you got energy drinks, you got seltzers, and now even hard seltzers to add to the mix. I'd like for you guys to use this platform to promote why you believe people should entertain the idea of not just trying, but being longtime customers of Moneybag Sodas. Please, the floor is yours. Right. Well, I mean, there, there, there always is and always will be new beverages coming out at any point in time, always, you know, it's, it's a big business. And if you get something that hits, you know, you could easily just explode in sales, you know? And, um, the, the one thing that we did with this, like we're not a craft soda, craft sodas and craft beer and anything craft are always, um, sometimes not as pleasant tasting, as say your vintage sodas we consider ourselves vintage we're just like a we're a very good version of just the standards you know like as you can see by the flavors we do we just we use good ingredients sweetened with cane sugar and in a bottle too a glass bottle makes a big difference but the one thing with the flavor profile that we stuck to was vintage because all these different things will come and go energy drinks although have stuck but there's the market saturated there's no room for anybody else um, so, you know, everybody's always looking for a good soda. Everyone always members, remembers sodas when they were kids, you know, especially people our age, new generation, uh, millennials, even kids, you know, my kids are in their teens now, um, basically are looking for new stuff that they don't see all the time. Um, and some, and, and won't have a problem pray, paying extra for a great product. You know, I mean, it's something that's a little bit better, but something that's not your average stuff or it's not too way out whacked where, you know, you're making candy corn sodas and peanut butter and jelly and stuff like that. So um, I just believe that uh, with ours, uh, a lot of people when we've done even samplings, you know, in, in grocery stores and stuff, and even I'm talking like the the people that I'd say are from 65 to 80 years old. Like, they're like, I don't drink sodas anymore, but I'd love to have this as a treat or take the root beer and have a root beer float. Um, do it more as just suck, like a nice indulgence as opposed to something you're either going to, you know, drink a two liter of a day, but maybe just sit down and have dinner and have a couple bottles of it. Yeah. You know, co uh, Coke and Pepsi, they're great products. Um, you know, they're, they're sweetened with high fructose corn syrup. Uh, mm. you know, we, we made sure that, you know, our sodas are sweetened with pure cane sugar. Uh, it's just a natural sweetener and we just went, it, it's just a high, just a high end version soda. And, uh, again, yeah, it's, 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 it's more so a, a treat. A lot of people that drink our package, the glass bottles and the, the cane sugar stuff, they, you know, they, they do, it's just, it's just a treat for them. They're not, uh, drinking gallons of it a day and, you know, it's something special. And, you know, that's, that's kind of the people that, that go after our product. And we don't have like you, you just even for instance, say like the ginger ale, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people drink ginger ale to settle their stomach. You know, there's different uses for it besides making a highball or just having a glass of ginger ale. Um, they don't realize that a lot of the ones on the market have artificial ginger in it. It's not even, you know, they have artificial flavors. That's, what we don't do right so. and you can kind of tell that with a lot of the products that are currently available in, on the market in supermarkets they rely on 
what they call natural flavors, but there's a ton of artificial right. that goes along with it. So it almost sounds like you guys are bringing out a soda that's comparable to the way it was, I guess you could say, in the days of when, you know, you can go to the soda stand with a, right what they call the soda jerks, which is basically yeah. the guy who pumped the soda out for you in your bottle. It sounds kind of like a throwback to that, which I know for a fact a lot of people miss that flavor. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. For us, it's it's really not a throwback because it's something we've always done. We've always made soda that that was top notch and we never veered from from what soda originally was. Right. I apologize. I don't mean like throwback as an insult. It's just yeah. unfortunately, no. I no. I, that's I what love I'm in the word vintage. That's yeah. what I mean by that. That's like I said, when we sampled a lot of people that were like, you know, like I said, 65 to 80 years old are like. This reminds me of being a kid. Right. The point I was getting at was loud here in the Long Island suburbs. You know, you only have Coke, Pepsi, Dr. Pepper. And then people are going to the doctors wondering, how much soda do you drink a day? (laughs) This isn't sounds like a a really cool treat for you to have on that occasion that brings you back to those days. Sure. And the the funny thing is, you know, the younger kids look at it. It's it's something new. They, 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 They don't see soda in glass bottles and. It's just something, I think it's something special for everyone. Excellent. Very cool. What has been the initial reaction to the soda so far? Well, if you ever take a look at some of the the root beer blog sites, and uh, we've gotten some like insane uh, reviews on our stuff that are really, really good, all the way down to how long it takes for the 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 foam in the head to dissipate. You know, it's timed. Um you know, the boldness of it, the carbonation level, like they pick it apart. And I've had people that like that have reached out to me by email and just said, you know, I, I don't particularly care for Gene Simmons and I wanted to hate this product, but I can't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's the, you know, it's the root beer. It's, it's fun. Like they're really good. And they're the, pro- they're, they are the most expensive products we make. I've wanted to hate Gene in the past, but I can't. <laughs> I can't because I I mean, I, I'm sorry. Like the, the guy came here from Haifa, Israel with nothing, with nothing Absolutely. and made something out of himself. And mm-hmm. as the son of immigrants, I can only say, you know what? He's probably the, the most inspiring rock star. And I don't use that term uh, loosely. I mean, the guy is a rock star. He earned oh, that yeah. right to call himself that. But I mean, this guy came from nothing and built something out of nothing. And as far as I'm concerned, he earned everything he got. So well, you got to so, respect that. Yeah, you know, Gene. You know, I, I know he's not. A, he wasn't born in America, but he really embodies the the American dream. You know, and it's just like you put him together with with soda. It's so American. It's just it's such a great pairing, and it's just such a fun product. And he's just a, I think, a great guy to have to to promote it. Gene even talked. You know, when he came to the states, you know, he. He said that it was like the first time he actually walked into a grocery store. He said he stayed in there for hours because he was just amazed that how many choices of things you had to buy, you know, that were up to you, what you wanted to do with it, you know? And he, yeah. he said that alone, he said that was like one of the, his first memories. Like when he came here, he was, he was blown away by a supermarket. I mean, of all things, you know, it wasn't like a, a big Cadillac or something or other. He was 
excited to go in a, a grocery store. I mean, that's insane when you put it into perspective because it's yeah. like most of us are just like, you know, we're so used to like Instacart or Postmates. Yeah. But like this is this is a guy who as a kid was like excited by this. And you know what? Be grateful because he gave us great tunes. <laughs> All right. I'll always be grateful to him for that. Any plans to expand this brand into supermarkets across the United States or even North America, like possibly Canada as well? Well, if you look at our packaging, it's bilingual. So because we're we're a border state, we're Niagara Falls. So our our packaging is totally compliant with Canada also. And uh, most recently, we had a, um, a an importer from Norway stop by our uh we had gone back and forth through emails for about a year and he actually stopped at our shop about three weeks ago. So we got all our products registered to go to Norway. And um, this guy does wholesale to all the commissaries. He actually brought one of his biggest customers that own like 68 commissaries or something like that. So um, he's uh, going to be placing his first order, but he did say it takes, it's going to take about two months on a boat to get over there. So if anybody mm. reads this and they're waiting for it, Norway, and he's going to bring it into Denmark and Sweden, too. That's awesome. That's great Go stuff. Going there before Canada. <laughs> Across the bridge. <laughs> if anyone's in Canada that uh, wants, need distributors, uh, yeah, give us a call. Law of Laws wants it. Come on, Getty Lee. You were friends with Gene Simmons at one point. Help get the product into Canada. Let's do yeah, this. Yeah, come on, Getty. Put an order in. We got to meet him at the uh, the, the Jays game. He sits right behind the uh, the uh, the home plate that's right begin the day with a friendly money bag soda oh i know the song i know you do i know (laughs) listen they're from an hour away from us that's where they're neil peart grew up about 40 minutes from us god rest his soul favorite drummer ever yeah ah he's great there are premium soft drinks out there the one that i could think of is hanks Mm -hmm. which uh creates a root beer and yep. a cream soda that is mostly available in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. And I think like yours, they could probably order it and it gets shipped to their home. Sure. Um, you know, hard to find in stores, but easy to order. So uh, with the slight shift in soft drink consumption, I know we touched on this before about energy drinks, uh, you know, kind of like being overexposed and, you know, oversaturated right. for you is the end goal to possibly a disruptor to the two major brands, Coca-Cola and Pepsi, or are you perfectly like Samuel Adams is for beer being the one independent producer and distributor of this soda and being like, yeah, we're good. Like your approach, you know, you always got to look at it. Like who doesn't, who wouldn't like to make, you know, millions and millions of dollars selling millions and millions of cases, you know, like Coke and Pepsi, you know, the, those we're not going after them The you know, the, the, the CSD segment in any store, which is carbonated soft drinks is always falling every year. And it has been. But uh, our our type of product is a growing segment. And um, do we want to be, you know, some big corporate machine? No, then everything gets ruined. Your mojo's gone, the whole story behind it. You know, when you're talking to a a computer or, like you said, an office manager or something like that, you know. Manufacturing also gets diluted when it becomes an issue like that. Yes, totally. You know, so... 
uh, we're not looking to put anyone out of business. We're just looking to get more, you know, to get more uh, happy uh, money bag drinkers. I think I'm having Christmas in my house this year, so I'll know what to get. We can send you more if you need it. I'll buy, I'll buy, I'll buy, of course. <laughs> well, um, you, you could, uh, you if, if it's not uh, available at any uh, grocery stores in your area, you could go to moneybagsodas.com and, and you guys could, uh, you could order all the flavors from there, right to your house. So aside from appearing on podcasts like this, which again, I'm very grateful for your time. Um, are you looking to get into mass promotion such as print online or television ads or even sponsorships? Yeah, I mean, sure. You know what, you know, whatever comes our way, whatever we we're able to do, um, you know, we're just really starting this grassroots and, uh, just taking it out right to the people. When the product came out, Gene did a number of in-store appearances for us at the different grocery stores it was available at. We're just starting off that way, going online, talking to people. We're really growing at uh, grassroots at this point. And then to take it to the next level, sure, absolutely. Another thing too, just because we're not some big corporate entity that has millions of dollars socked away for a marketing program, basically our way of doing it was you know, getting into key accounts like the chains we were in and getting good placement because our package sells it, you know, that gets people's attention. And once they drink it, it's just, it, it looks just as good as it tastes. Well, again, just from looking at it on this website alone, I mean, the packaging, not just of the bottles, but of the casing themselves. I mean, it's immaculate. Yeah. I think it outdoes what most other soda companies do to, you know, market their brands in stores. So right, sure. you know, kudos to you guys and Chris for that. Absolutely. Thank you. For someone who's never had money bag soda before, which flavor do you recommend they try? And aside from the blood orange, are there any other flavors that you're working on? We are looking to do like a citrus do style flavor the only setback you know that we have the flavors are there it's just we're, we're going to be using natural colors in them which you know we have to do a lot of research and development on it because they're not as uh as vibrant and they're a little harder to work with than they are with you know artificial red 40s and you know the yellow fives and stuff like that everybody's different you know some people like the sweeter uh, like a like a cream soda. Cream soda is like drinking a, a vanilla milkshake. You know what I mean? That's carbonated. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the, the if you want something just to sip on, like I said, if you want to make a nice mixed drink or just have a nice calming drink, you know, the ginger ale. I drink a ton of that. That's my that's one that I go to all the time, although I like them all. You know, some people just want a cola to go with dinner. Um I can't really because everybody's so different in their tastes. But you know, if you're if you're a root beer fan, I'd say definitely try the root beer because it's yeah. If, if you're a root beer fan and you you like root beer floats, uh, you're you're not going to beat the 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 money bag root beer. It's nope. just hands down, uh, just the best out there. It's it's going to knock your socks off. <laughs> not even I'm close. smiling because I haven't had a root beer float in so long, and I am dying to oh, go get some vanilla ice cream and. You know, uh, try the root beer with this. I, 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 it sounds like it's. I may not make it after I drink it, so just tell my <laughs> wife I love her, please. Yeah, the, 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 cream the cream soda, cream soda is good first. too. Cream soda is good on a float too. If you do a cream yeah. soda float, just yeah, I never have one of those. Put put the cream soda right on top of the vanilla ice cream. Ah, very cool. Okay, so being Kiss fans as the three of us are, Paul and John, I like to ask you guys, <laughs> what are your each of your three favorite Kiss records? Ooh. 
I could, uh, I'll, 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 I'll go first. I, I have do. to say my three favorite Kiss records. I'd say Rock and Roll Over, Kiss Alive, Destroyer. Destroyer. Very cool. That was my first one. Yeah. 13 years old, 1993. My brother recommended it to me. And uh, all right. Nice. Nice. You know, I, I remember telling Michael Bramble that was the one time where I listened to the first song on an album on repeat for two straight weeks before I moved on <laughs> to the rest of the album. <laughs> it's classic. So you all can't right. go wrong with that. Awesome. Paul, I really like Dress to Kill. That is an underrated one. Yeah. But not, I love it. I love the rawness of it. Um, Dress to Kill, Alive one. I mean, you can't leave that. Nobody could leave that one out because that's that's such a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, so many good ones. Yeah, you know, like it's a. I I like a lot off on Mast. I like a lot off of uh, Creatures of the Night. I mean, great heavy album and Lick It Up. So I'd, I'd have to probably like close my eyes and put those three up and throw a dart at them. You All know. right, so your top five—that's fine. Yeah, I, I, th there's just so many good ones. What's your favorite uh, Kiss albums? So I, I would have to put Alive as one of the five greatest live albums ever. I put it right up there with Judas Priest, Unleashed in the East, uh, UFO, Strangers in the Night, um, you know, on and uh, Thin Lizzy's Live and Dangerous. So I think those are the four horsemen of live albums. So right. I'll, I'll say that. <gasps> but my three favorite Kiss albums—I'm going to go from three to one. Uh, third, I'm going to choose Rock and Roll Over. Two, I'm going to say Creatures of the Night. Number one, Music from the Elder. <laughs> Dude, come on. I think you're overreacting a little bit. You must be so embarrassed. Nice, nice. Oh, okay. Well, People, uh, thank you for not looking at me like I got 10 oh, hits for that. Hey man, I, you know, I, I, w I was born in, in 76. And I, I was a I was a Kiss fan by 1979. I was three years old. I was probably yeah, must have been five years old. Probably one of the only people walking into the record store looking for the Elder. I, I, I was, was the, just Kiss the boy. I was, I was the Kiss kid coming in. You know, they gave me all the promotional posters. And Paul and I actually the the first Kiss show we seen was uh, Creatures of the Night in Toronto. Really? Yeah. Were the Plasmatics the opening act? No, I, I, uh -huh. I think. I think it was the the pinheads. I think I Head could be pins. wrong. Headpins. Headpins. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't know who Head, they were. Okay. Well, they kind of, to tell you the truth, had a female singer like the Plasmatics. They actually Motley Crue played a few shows on that tour too with them. Opened up. I think even Night Ranger did too at one point. Yeah. 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 Yep. Night Ranger. Yeah. Yep. So you actually got to see them with Vinnie Vincent in the Ankh makeup. That's well, yeah, crazy. So, so when when we got to the venue, uh, we went up to the to the merch booth and. Uh, my brother Paul said, man, look, look, John, Ace freely changes makeup. And, you know, we, we couldn't believe, you know, Ace would change his makeup. Mm -hmm. There's obviously no way he wasn't in the band anymore. So we put our shirts on and we're like, man, Ace freely. Why, you know, why did he change his makeup? So, when you're six years old, you don't really realize. But. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. I would love to have seen that that tour. I mean, I saw the uh, uh, Rio de Janeiro um, live footage and yeah. it looked amazing. But from what I heard, it was like, their least successful uh, tour of the States from oh, yeah. back in their club dates, which, which is such a shame. Cause like that album, you look back on it, it's so heralded. Yeah. Well, the, um, the, the, the album was awesome. The, the stage was awesome. The venue we went to was probably almost sold out. I think they had some hit and miss shows with that tour, but uh, it was definitely one of their coolest tours. In my opinion, yeah. it was yeah. a good one. I think for me, the elder just holds a special place because uh, 
when I was 14 years old for my birthday, my brother got me a copy of the Unmasked tour from Sydney, Australia on VHS. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just seeing, and, and this is no offense meant to Peter Chris, who I think is a phenomenal drummer, but the energy that Gene, Paul, Ace, and uh, Eric had yeah. was just like, if they were on fire that night. And that always stuck out as like my personal favorite lineup. But yeah. to me, it's like, you know, every lineup of Kiss is is great for what they contributed to the discography. So I would ever knock any of it. I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to knock. I mean, you know, you got a lot of people out there that knock the fact that Tommy and uh, Eric are in uh, Peter and Ace's makeup. But I'm just like, you know what? If the fans are happy, who cares? It's rock and roll. You know, yeah, they, they, they do an awesome job. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I've i liked Tommy since he wasn't back in blue. I yeah. remember the Hold On to 18 video when I was five years old. Nice. And like, you know, I'd sing that. And my mom would be like, what are you singing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> but I digress. But anyways, you mentioned before about your interaction with Gene. And, you know, he has this persona of being a, a rock star who's all about excess without really taking into account that he's a devoted husband and father and a workaholic, hence why he's the entrepreneur that he is. What would you say has been your experience in working with him with Moneybag Sodas? I mean, you mentioned a little before about meeting him at Wizard World, but I mean, this is a relationship between uh, the two of you and Chris and Gene for a while. So seeing the campaigning that you guys are doing, doing the interviews for the podcast. So it's obviously it's it seems like it's been a great relationship. If you want to talk more about it, go ahead. Absolutely. Words can't say like just what a great guy he is. As far as a business partner, he's involved in every aspect of it. He just actually just texts me right now. Um, Hi, you know, Gene. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. I get scared whenever it says, you know, but the, the, the thing on the phone says Gene Simmons. I'm like, oh man, I always, you know, get nervous about it. <laughs> He'll always let you know if, if something is not right. And he's very stern and quick and let's get it done. Boom. Right now. Cause that's how he works. But just as a, as a person, he's extremely generous. He really cares. He loves the whole family thing, whether it be us running a business or his family, you know, uh, he enjoyed the fact that we brought our kids to different things. And, you know, they're like on their tour, if they stop in a city where, you know, say we have customers or we have a buyer that we have to meet, they would give us a whole room backstage and let us bring the people back there. And Gene would come in in costume. And sometimes Paul and Eric and Tommy would come, you know, stop by to say hi, but like, He's, you know, I, I just, I, I can't even explain just what a, just a good guy he is. And he, and, you know, he, he listens too. you'd think, you know, that he's this big narcissist, you know, that thinks he knows everything. And he, he's not, he always says, I don't know anything, but he well, does. It, listen. It, just, just like Paul said, you know, he'll, he'll let you know when maybe something's not right, but he's, he's the first one to, to let you know when something's good. Hey guys, great job! Whoa, that's awesome. I mean, the, the guy, he he's on it. He's a such a great business person, um, good family guy, uh, and has always treated us and our families awesome. And they, they've hosted us so many times at their shows, and it, it's it's been such a treat to you know being a fan and then being able to to see him on that level. It's a uh, I don't know. It's it's even more inspiring. It's it's. It's been it's been such a great uh, experience. 
That is very cool. Yeah, you know, I mean, as I mentioned before, like, you know, with Gene, it's like, well, I guess when I was in my 20s and, and you know, I guess angry at the world and whatever. <laughs> I mean, we were all at that age at one point. You know, it's like I, you know, I, I mentioned that I wanted to hate the guy, but, you know, then it's like that those final two seasons of Family Jewels where, you know, he approaches his dad's graveyard uh, in Israel and, you know, you see him, you know, breaking down, you know, wanting to say all these things to his dad and seeing how, you know, he devoted he is to his family and like, sure. you know, his devotion to charity that he actually doesn't brag about, which unlike a lot, a lot of other celebrities, that's all they do is like virtue signal. And he's like one of those guys where it's like, you know, yeah, he has his persona, but that's what he wants you to see. Yeah. You know, it's, the, you know, behind the scenes where people get to know the real him. And I think it's great that both of you have that kind of relationship with him with Moneybag Sodas, where you guys have a product that he believes in. Yeah. He's willing to don't give his time and efforts to it and everybody prospers. And, sure. you know, I kind of wish that more relationships, you know, business or personal were had that same kind of ethos behind it, you know, where it's like it's it's ethical, it's honest, it's transparent and everybody benefits and everybody's happy. You know, uh, it sounds like both of you have a great template for, yeah. you know, uh, a good business ethic. And thank you for that. That's just great to see. Yeah. So th thank you. If people want to find out more about Moneybag Sodas, where can they find out more? Do you have social media pages as well as your website, moneybagsodas.com? Yep. We're, at, we're on Twitter. We're on uh, Instagram, on Facebook. And uh, again, you could uh, you could go to, to the website, moneybagsodas.com, and has all of our information. And again, like I said, if the, the soda is not available in your area, you could order right from our website. Very cool. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. I mean, unless there, is there anything else that you guys would like to mention? Thank uh, you for having us on. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And uh, phenomenal. You know, I hope all your uh, viewers uh, get to try our soda and I, I hope they enjoy it. Very cool. Well, Paul and John, I'm so happy that you guys uh, took time out of your day to come on my podcast and uh, promote your product. I can't wait to try it. I'm sure I'm going to love it and I can't wait to buy it. And, and if you're ever in Niagara Falls, uh, stop by my house and we could play some uh, kiss pinball. Yeah! <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. If you want to find out more information about the music is live podcast, check out music is live podcast on our link tree. Currently the dot com is still being repaired. Sorry about that. I have a life outside of the podcast, but it will be repaired. And if you want to check out more about our parent network, Ratsaw Review, check out ratsawreview.com. Once again, Mr. John and Paul Janik of Moneybag Sodas, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having us. And thank remember, you. all art and soda is valid. That's Cheers. right. Peace. See ya. for listening to the Music Aside podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm and Ratsaw Review. Check out the other shows on Ratsaw Review, including Beyond Bushido, Old Man Metals Musings, The Right Opinion, The Vieira Vault, The Timo Toki Podcast, The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry, Just the Cheese Please, and The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. 
Graphics by Rocky Baia. For commissions, find them on Twitter at R-O-C-K-Y-B-A-I-A. Intro and outro music for the show is Lose Control by The Rebel Media. Written by Jacqueline Guitard, Ernest Leuk, and Lou Mavs. If you'd like to donate to the channel, please donate to our PayPal at musicislivepodcast at gmail.com. If you're in a band and you want us to review your music, then contact us at Mavs at musicislivepodcast.com. Special thanks to Wayne Noon and Greg Noggle. With much love and gratitude to Aaron, Anna, and Aloysius. For more information, check out www.musicislivepodcast.com. And don't forget to check out www.ratsireview.com. Remember, all art is valid. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Turn around. Look, it's rock and roll. <laughs>